Welcome to the Wiki Hospitals podcast series, where people creating new and innovative ways to solve healthcare's most pressing problems are interviewed. The more you know, the better choices you can make. Enjoy the show. I'd like to introduce Marian Korakas, the General Manager for Physitrack. It's a platform that promotes four key areas, which is fitness exercises, fitness tracking, and telehealth. Is that correct? Yeah, more or less. There are four key components to, uh, to Physitrack. So it's prescribing of, uh, of exercise programs to patients, uh, track their outcomes, educate patients, uh, and have telehealth video calls with patients as well. Uh, you've come to the health startup world via business management. Is that correct? Yeah, so, uh, so actually prior to Physitrack, no, um, no professional experience when it comes to healthcare. So as a patient, I've, I've seen many a, a physio in Cairo. Yeah, business management and worked for Nike for, um, for about eight years, both in Europe and, um, and here in Australia. And I worked for some, some marketing companies here in Australia and the US as well. So quite a kind of diverse background. And then, yeah, I actually know one of the co-founders of Physitrack very well. We used to go to high school uh, back in Amsterdam where we grew up. Yeah, he just asked me to have a look at the product um, three, four years ago. Quite liked what they, what they were doing and came on board full-time just under three years ago now. Can I ask, have you had any exposure to the health industry yourself? Have you been into hospital or seen a relative who's been in there and, and had a chance to have a look at how things work? Probably not so much recently. I probably have to go back to my youth, I would say. But I guess in general, you know, listening to how people you know, see obstacles in, in healthcare systems, whether it's in public hospitals, private clinics, I think there's quite a bit of um, disjoint between, I think, what's on offer in terms of healthcare versus what, um, what, what patients expect. Uh, and consumers in general, how they live their lives. And, uh, and I guess that's where Physitrack was kind of born is where we found that, that opportunity to, uh, to improve the patient experience on one end, uh, but also you know, provide practitioners with more, um, with more insight in, um, uh, in, in how the patients are tracking in terms of outcome, which is, again, it all stems from, from that gap that, that's in healthcare at the moment. Many people who come into healthcare are surprised by how behind the modern world it is. Can you explain what problems you actually solve in Physitrack? Yeah, I guess one of the key problems when it comes to patient outcomes in general is this is really how Physitrack started. Um, well, one of the co-founders, family members who had an ACL procedure, uh, but he was given a piece of paper with, with some exercises. And obviously, on his end as a patient, um, he didn't feel very motivated by just staring at a couple of stick figures uh, with some scribbles he didn't understand. Uh, but also for the, um, for the surgeon and the physiotherapist, once they let the patient go and you know, basically see them again in a couple of weeks' time, they lost that track of how the patient was actually progressing. And that's how Physitrack started. So what, we, what we do change is actually give the practitioner, uh, whether you're a physiotherapist, a surgeon, um, uh, exercise physiologist, I give you basically real-time insight into how your patients are tracking. And what it does is, is a couple of things. A, patients know that you as a practitioner can see what they're up to. So patients are more likely to, uh, to adhere to their exercises, which obviously has a positive effect on, on, on their outcomes. Uh, but also as a practitioner, being able to see how your patients are progressing allows you to be more uh, proactive when it comes to reaching out, whether it comes to modifying the treatment plan. So it's, it's in a way kind of eliminating a lot of wastage in terms of a patient that might just get stuck for two weeks, comes back, no progress, maybe even you know gone backwards. Whereas now we actually give that insight to practitioners when it comes to patient outcomes. Yeah, allow them to be, I suppose, more on the ball with their patients. So in the traditional way, and that refers to an anterior crucial ligament, people just get drawings of exercises. There's no chance to review how they're actually doing them. There's no proper follow-up. So how does PhysiTrack actually work? When physios contact people through the platform, what is the process that they actually go through? 
It all starts on the um, on the practitioner side. So yeah, let's use a physiotherapist as an example. So they use PhysiTrack to put an exercise program together. Not just that, they um, they can pick and choose from different um, exercise um, videos. So we have more than four thousand um, videos on our on our platform, uh, but also education. So obviously, it's not just about giving patients exercise. It's also educating them on you know why it's important to do exercise and how they can best manage their condition. Um, so as a physiotherapist, you, you build a, a package of content inside PhysiTrack. Um, so you put that package together, send it to the patient. The patient then downloads a free app uh, from the app store. It's called PhysiApp. Uh, and inside the app, once you log in, you have all your content there. So it's all there for the patient because they report back to their practitioners on how they track with their exercises in terms of sets and reps that they complete, in terms of their pain scores. The practitioner has, has real-time insight into, um, into what the patient is up to. So we really try to create that whole 360-degree feedback loop between the patient and the practitioners. So the practitioner knows what's going on, the patient feels better supported, and in the end, um, we help people achieve better outcomes. So with telehealth, are they able to text their physiotherapist? How are they able to get in touch? The telehealth basically consists of um, two components, the uh, secure messaging. So as a patient, you can message your your practitioner with a quick question. The the key component of telehealth is the video call. So as a practitioner, instead of scheduling a face-to-face in-person consultation, you can use the the video call feature. So it's, again, all built into the platform, not just for the practitioner, but also for the patient. Let's say it's um, it's 11 o'clock, it's time for my video call telehealth uh, appointment. As a patient, I just open the app. And um, I just answer the call and uh, and start the video call component. So it's it's super seamless. The patient, you know, they don't have to leave their home, and the practitioner is in charge. What's been the feedback of some of your customers, particularly people who've experienced traditional healthcare, which is as you described before, paper scribbles for exercises and uh, make an appointment if you want to get back to us. Feedback from practitioners is fantastic. Uh, in, in the past, you know, patients might you know, adhere to 20-30% of their exercises. And the lack of adherence has a massive impact on how well they progress through their um, uh, through their treatment. But after using physical patients, you know, they achieve 80-90% adherence, which is fantastic. And patients, their feedback to the practitioners is um, you know, is a lot more positive as well. So I think um, that's one of the key things that we do hear from, from our users all the time. It's great for private clinic owners. If you talk about hospital systems, whether private or public, it's identical. Again, patients love the service they receive. Um, they feel it's relevant to them as to how they live their lives, which is very mobile and app-based, of course, normally uh, nowadays. For the hospitals, they save a lot of time as well when it comes to putting exercise programs together and being a lot more focused on where there are exceptions when it comes to the patient. So it's not just about how did you go with your exercise program, but it's about, okay, well, I can see you had you know some, some real trouble with exercise A and B. So let's focus on those specific exercises. It's really about narrowing down the conversation to uh, the pain points of the patient, which, um, which, again, makes the patient feel a lot better supported. And with the platform, it's uh, physiotherapists purchase it on a subscription basis and then use it for their patients or their customers. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. So it's, uh, it's, it's a very straightforward system. So yeah, physiotherapists, they um, subscribe on a monthly basis. So it's around $13 per month per practitioner. Yeah, that gives them access all areas uh, to set up as many patients, as many exercise programs as they want. So, yeah, it's a very affordable platform and uh, hence you know, a lot of public hospitals in particular um, are very much drawn to learn uh, to physiotherapy. And I noticed that it's HIPAA compliant, which is the American e-health security system and fully encrypted. So there's no concerns about uh, breaches of privacy. 
So that's something that we've started doing um, more very early on uh, when we launched PhysiTrack. In Australia, for example, um, you know, all our data is, um, is stored on the local um, AWS server in Sydney. Um, and we, we do exactly the same in each market where we operate around the world, backed up twice daily, encrypted, and um, we're just finalizing our, our G- GDPR um, certification as well with the new uh, consumer privacy law coming into play in Europe. Where do you see PhysiTrack in five years from now? Probably the, the first next milestone for us is to go public. Um, so we're still a private company. So we founded it back in 2014 and, um, and invested millions. In, in a way, quite lucky that we had some family and friends investors coming on board very early from the start, uh, which means that uh, we don't report to any VCs. Uh, we were very independent as a company to um, to set our own t- uh, trajectory. Um, so I think um, you know going public later this year is the plan, and that's uh, that's really for us. Um, springboard to um, you know to move into new markets um, so that's really the next big milestone for us in the next um, you know six to 12 months but from there it's, it's really going to doing I suppose more of what we've already done in the last few years it's about opening new markets putting new uh, new people on the ground the other key things that we have been focusing on is integrations with um, with other platforms so one of the key things that we have done since we launched is integrate with uh, with practice management systems and that's one of the key things I think interoperable operability is, is becoming more and more an expectation. Systems need to be able to talk to each other, exchange data. Actually, sense can be made out of data. There's a lot of data captured around the world. It's just a matter of well, how do you actually connect those systems and combine data from different platforms to um, yeah, to create a more efficient healthcare system, uh, deliver better health outcomes. That's a big issue that people might not realise. In healthcare, we have something called information silos, which means that as people move from one area to another, there's often a different computer system and they mostly don't communicate with each other. Absolutely. And it's, um, it's an issue that is slowly being addressed. In Australia, there's some, some really good work happening, I think, with, you know, with some of the healthcare systems, like in Queensland, for example, where um, patient files are going digital, which is fantastic. And obviously, uh, the next step would then be to look at well, which other systems do we use in our healthcare system? Um, how do they talk to each other? And how can we actually connect them better? That's one of the key focus areas for us. Can you tell me a little bit about your team? Chief Technical Officer, Nathan Squatsov, can you please give me a little bit of an overview of him? Nathan and I used to go to high school back in the days. So Nathan, um, after his uh, high school um, period, he um, he moved to the US and um, studied radio and TV for a while in California. He studied multimedia technologies as well in the Netherlands after that. So he's basically built his career on, on building websites and also apps to address certain problems. So in the Netherlands, for example, he built the first dating website, which is you now very common at the moment, but back in those days, in the early 2000s, he was um, he was still quite, quite a novelty. He's built um, real estate websites, and that's basically his, his forte. So he's, he's very much in the middle of all the, the latest um, tech developments. Um, so he is, um, he's been one of the, the key driving forces behind PhysiTrack, together with, with Hendrik. So Hendrik Molen, is, um, he's our CEO. So he used to be um, in finance, uh, had a lot of um, uh, high positions there. So it's actually quite interesting with PhysiTrack where we've, as a business, combined a lot of know-how um, from outside healthcare, coming in from a, a fresh perspective, uh, but then obviously working with a lot of um, healthcare providers and experts in healthcare. And I think that's been one of our um, key success parts of the business where we yeah, work with a lot of people that are not necessarily coming out of healthcare. That's a very interesting point because people that have been in healthcare for many years are used to such poor standards of technology, to be frank, that uh, we can have difficulty 
acclimatising, but people like you who come from the um, commercial world, you have standards that you expect and you carry them through into the health industry. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I totally agree. And I think if you look at all other industries, it's retail, whether it's travel, I mean, I think there's, there's a lot happening, especially on the consumer side of, uh, when it comes to um, innovation. I mean, look at Amazon, for example, and look at um, even at Apple. Some of the bigger companies traditionally not coming from healthcare start moving into healthcare because they bring a certain level of expertise and innovation that you know, hasn't been present in healthcare itself. Also, allied health professionals have to earn their own way. They're really small self-employed businesses, so they need to be part of the modern world. And I notice allied health services tend to have a higher level of technology and modern customer service focus than traditional health services. Yeah, that's right. It's actually quite interesting. I think a lot of uh, allied health professionals, they want to innovate. They talk to their patients every single day. And of course, they're all consumers and they know what's important and, and for their patients. I suppose there's no issue with allied health practitioners not wanting to innovate, but yes, they do. So where do you start? Which platform do you use? So um, so we, we help practitioners with that when it comes to training, for, but also, again, those integrations with practice management systems is a key driver there as well. I noticed you've got half a dozen that you're integrating with, which is really important when people are running a practice, they have to manage their bills, their appointments. So it's really, really helpful that you can integrate with those clinic systems. It's, it's interesting. Probably the, the, one of the first few questions that we receive when we start talking to cl- clinic owners is, um, you know, do you integrate with, with PMSA or PMSP? In Australia, we, we integrate with, with all the key ones. It makes a life of difference. It, it really lets practitioners um, open their, their patient directly from the PMS into a physiotherapy. So there's no double handling of data. And the other thing we started doing now, which people love most, is um, say you assign an exercise program to a patient, um, a copy of the program in PDF form is uploaded back to um, to the practice management system. So as a practitioner, you don't have to have two different screens open um, all the time. Um, we really try to, I suppose, keep the PMS as the source of truth. So you can always log in there, know exactly what your patients um, are up to, what you prescribe. It's really about making the practitioner's day as, uh, as easy as possible. Have you thought about moving into uh, mainstream medicine? This would be very useful for doctors. Yeah, look, it's uh, it's actually interesting. There are um, you know, a number of GPs, for example, and even some surgeons that, that are using Physitrek. So um, I think this, the surgeon angle is, is really interesting I think where surgeons would like to um, you know, give their patients some prehab exercises before a patient goes into a procedure um, and then follow up with some exercises afterwards. And again, that's where you know, we see um, some really nice workflows happening where a patient moves from the operating theater to the inpatient department, start their exercises um, in the hospital bed. Um, so start a lot earlier, which has a really big impact on outcomes, and then move the patient from inpatient to outpatient, which can all be managed within physiotrax. The whole patient journey is basically starting before the procedure all the way past outpatient into rehab. So it's really exciting to see. Does your platform, Physitrack, connect with smart devices? Currently we don't, um, but we have a, um, a, a partnership with Apple. So Physitrack is part of the um, mobility partner program. It's, Apple helped us with uh, designing our iOS apps that we have, which was fantastic for us as a, as a smaller company. Since then, we've worked closely with Apple on some, on some tweaks and refinements. And one of the things that we are looking at is to see how we can integrate with Apple Watch, for example. Uh, as a healthcare practitioner, you, you not just track patients' adherence to their exercises and, and their outcome measure surveys, uh, but also be able to uh, see you know, other health stats um, collected from, uh, from an Apple Watch. Thank you very much for coming on the Wiki Hospital show. We appreciate having you here. Thank you for listening to our Wiki Hospitals podcast. Make sure you don't miss out on new interviews by subscribing to our show on SoundCloud and iTunes.
check out the Wiki Hospital's website, Health Startups Sorted by Medical Specialty, and the behind the scenes look at healthcare. Don't forget to share on social media and help us grow. See you again soon.